2: Hi there. This is T. Johnny with Quirky and or Queer, a podcast about otherness. Join me as I interview people in the community. I talk to musicians, community workers, artists, comedians, and even my mother about otherness. How does it shape their careers, their romantic pursuits, creative projects, and shape their overall worldview? There are lots of laughs, plenty of tender moments, and some deep conversations. Find Quirky and or Queer on your favorite podcast app. Do not take product if you are
0: hypersensitive. Oh, hey, Internet, and welcome back the intoxicated podcast podcast where i have friends various guests and comedians on and we shoot the shit about life while drinking or not drinking depending on the episode and i am your host sarah This week's guest is Frost Kepler. Frost is a comedian here in Halifax. Among many other things, she is a very creative person. She does art and writing and face reading, which really piqued my interest and made me want to interview her. So I did what I normally do, which is introduce myself after a show, and we finally got Frost to come on. And I actually did something a little different for this episode, something that I've kind of done in the past a couple times as well. But I invited my best friend and past guest, Danielle, to actually come on and co-host the episode with me. So that's something I kind of want to keep doing going forward is if I feel like there would be a cool connection between two people, I invite a co-host on. So it actually worked out really well. And Danielle is also on this episode. She has an interest in different types of readings. So I thought it'd be a good match. And this was a a great one. This was a lot of fun. We also video recorded this. Now I'm going to be straight up honest with you all. There is some audio issues. So here's the deal. I recorded this on a program that does video and audio at the same time, and it kind of mixes it all together. Now at the time, I thought that that was the only way that I could get three mics working. Um, Usually on Audacity, which is the audio program I use to record, I can only do two at a time. Now I've since figured out a way around that and have fixed that, but for this episode, I was using the audio from the video essentially. Now what happened was was I did a couple tests beforehand, everything sounded good. At first there was some echo, and then I thought I solved the issue, and I made the big mistake of not wearing headphones during the recording. And the recording has a very strange kind of hollow echo sound over it. Ugh. I mean, if there's anything I've learned, guys, in two plus years of doing this, it's that I still don't know my shit. So I fucked up. Uh, I totally admit it. I fucked up and the audio is not the best. But that said, it's not terrible. It is passable. If it wasn't passable, I wouldn't post it. Um, I will say it's probably better to not listen to this episode with headphones. It makes it a little less noticeable. And what's also really bizarre about the echo is that at certain points for not very long at a time, but very randomly throughout the episode, you'll notice it gets like really echoey. And it's almost like the type of echo that would happen during my live streams, yet we weren't even streaming. We were just recording. So it's very strange. I likely won't be using that program again to record. I will go back to the old one I've used. It's just really, really annoying when stuff like that happens. But rest assured that when that really bad echo happens, it doesn't last for long and it will go away. But regardless, this was a great episode. I don't believe in re-recording episodes, especially with my type of podcast. It's just a little too weird and forced. So I didn't want to record this one. I thought it was great as it was. I had so much fun getting to know Frost more. More and learning about face reading, very interesting stuff. And she actually did do a face reading for Danielle and I on this podcast, so it's really, really cool. And I will be posting the video version on YouTube as well. So I do apologize for the audio issues on this episode. Obviously, this is not a regular thing. You can hear me clearly right now. There is no echo. So please don't judge me based on this fuck up. Uh, I would, I would hate for that to happen. I am trying my best and when things like this happen, it's just another lesson that I have learned in this crazy world of podcasting. So I still loved this episode. Frost is awesome. You can check her out all around Halifax doing comedy and downtown Halifax doing face readings. Super cool stuff. Do make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Hop on over and check out Intoxicated Reviews, which I was on this week as well, talking about Game of Thrones, the Game of Thrones Season 8 premiere. We did some death predictions, and we also butchered a lot of names, but it was a lot of fun nonetheless. Um. I always love hopping on reviews, so do make sure you check out Intoxicated Reviews and subscribe to that channel as well. You can follow Intoxicated on social media. So that is Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast. Twitter is in underscore intoxicated. Subscribe to the Intoxicated YouTube channel because like I mentioned before, I'm doing video versions of episodes when I can. So I've been posting those and also hopefully some other videos as well. I just did a truth or eat video with Harper McCormick. Part two is up on the Intoxicated YouTube channel I'm part one is on Harper's channel. So a little collab for you on YouTube. It's a lot of fun and more videos to come. So subscribe to that channel. That would be fantastic. If you do have any type of questions or feedback or comments, you can email them to intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to get like some questions from you guys like whether that be like life advice or relationship advice i'm no fucking expert in that area obviously but i think it would be cool for content going forward to like answer questions so i know i'm no expert but that would make it funny right me giving advice that'd be hilarious maybe maybe not who knows but i'm open to it so if you do have any random questions for me Shoot me an email. I would love to hear from you. If you are enjoying the show, you can check out our Patreon page. That is patreon.com backslash intoxicated for extra content. And it's a great way to support the show. But you can also leave us an iTunes rating or review. That always helps. You can even like leave your comments or questions in the review and I will read it on the show. That would be amazing. And of course, spread the word by telling a friend or two. That always helps us out on intoxicated. So thanks so much for listening, guys. and I hope you enjoy this episode with frost hello everybody welcome back to the intoxicated podcast in the sky hey. we're in the hello. sky <laughs> i'm here with two very special people miss frost Ke- kepler 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 I was, I was trying to say it before you, before you came over i'm like i need to get this right kepler okay it's easy frost kepler and my best friend Danielle McCrory is my co-host for this episode. I thought it would be cool to get, like, like, friends and, like, returning guests to do
2: co-host episodes. I like that idea. It's cool.
0: Yeah. Like, 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 if there's, like, like, I thought you would like Frost, frost, so I'm like, I gotta pair these two up.
2: It's going to be good.
0: It's going to be a mystical episode here today. So So welcome, welcome, welcome to the the podcast. You're You're finally on. We talked about you coming on for a while, actually. Like a while ago, you, you expressed interest, right? And then I was like, bitch, we doing it now. We doing it. We do not want to know about these face readings that you do. I'm very, very curious and excited. So thank you for
1: coming on you're welcome this is great it is such a nice day today
0: so thank you for coming into the sad Girl pad and hanging out inside despite how beautiful it is outside today
1: well the sun's gonna set anyway so. yeah it's gonna set it's gonna get dark
0: <laughs> i actually really like these purple clouds they really they suit you so. yeah i think do you like them Frost? i was trying to pick something mystical um, different.
1: Purple is my favorite color. Is it seriously? Yeah, I have purple sneakers. Oh, oh wow. shit! Yes. Yeah. One has it always ratings. been your favorite? It actually has. Yeah, mm-hmm. ever since I was a kid. Yeah. And I was lucky to have purple socks, sweatpants, sweater, underwear, everything. Just underwear went on my head, obviously.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> As it does. Oh, yeah. As it always yeah. does.
0: I always think about like favorite colors because mine changes. I used to be, like, I, I think I am still a purple person, yeah. but I I wear a lot of blue, and blue, like, if I could pick a p- color to wear for the rest of my life, it'd be blue, not purple, oddly enough. Yeah. But, like, what's, like, I don't even think I know your favorite color. I don't We're best favorite friends. color. That's what I thought. Monochrome. Okay.
1: Yeah. I'm into the monochrome,
0: <laughs> Clear. My favorite color is clear. <laughs> yeah. I always hate those people who say that. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> That's <laughs> not a color. Although black, I think... I wear a lot of black.
2: Yeah, ditto. I wear a
0: lot of black. I think I I could probably pass as a goth person like most days and just like walking in a black coat, black pants, you know, black everything. So, yeah. But we are also drinking some cider. We are drinking Bulwark. Bulwark? Am I saying that that right? I feel like, I feel like it's Bulwark. Yeah, that makes sense. Because you, you suggested cider. I asked you what, what. You were into you're like spicy cider, and I was like, "Well, I don't know if this is spicy, but I know it's cider." I think so the best thing
1: is just wine.
0: Oh, you're wine girl.
1: Oh, really? Okay. What like kind? Red or white? Soul, you know, red wine.
0: Red. Yeah. yeah. The older I get, the more I appreciate the red wine. Yeah. Um, mm. white wine I used to drink a lot, like way too much of. Like yeah, you did. in university days. Like bottles upon bottles of like cheap ten dollar white like wine, baby duck or something, uh, blue nun
1: okay it was cool. a huge one if
0: it was in a blue bottle I in the german that. section that was my yeah. go-to it had to be under under it would have to be ten dollars <laughs> yeah in a blue bottle from germany usually a Risling. or Risling. Riesling, Risling? i don't
2: know I oh, no
0: fuck off i Warren's don't drink Snubs. wine i'm
2: not a fan i wish i was like i've tried like i've bought like bottles boxes everything and it's like i can't get into it
1: mm i wouldn't say i'm into it for sure but it's
0: just like if i easy. to pick yeah. yeah it's an easy thing to drink yeah. it's an easy thing to carry with you too like if you're going to a party yeah, or that's something because i always think about that i'm like with vodka it's difficult because like, you have to bring mix with you yeah or you can just drink it straight
1: yeah just drink it straight
0: <laughs> but i don't like that no <laughs> I'm not into it. And Danielle, you're drinking leftover gin This Dan <laughs> Hendrickson brought, like, hey, back in January. Hey, hey. Thank you, it's Dan.
2: really
0: good. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy it. Gin twist, because you like gin. This I do. Nice. I like gin a lot, so this is really good. That works out. We are drinking on this podcast. But Frost, lovely Frost, um, you are a comedian here in Halifax. I am. Yeah. yeah. How long have you been doing comedy? A year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah. Bitchin'. And what made you, like, well, actually, let's go back to the very beginning. Um, mm. Where are you from? Where do you hail from?
1: I'm from Prince Edward Island. Actually. You're from oh, P.E.I.? Wow.
0: I didn't know that. It's a
1: little known fact about me. I was actually born in Charlottetown. No.
0: Oh, wow. oh,
2: shit. I was not expecting P.E.I. I like, like the first person I've ever met from P.E.I., which is like Really? Mad. No, I'm not even joking. Like, I'm trying to think of it, and I'm like, I don't think I know anyone from P.E.I. And I don't know what that says about me, but like, I don't know. I just haven't met anyone from P.E.I. It's
0: weird. I don't worry you... about it. Yeah. Well, I can tell you a couple, actually. Dan Hendrickson is... Uh... Is Dan yeah, Dan's always, from always, PI, PI. Oh, I Dan from PI, Dan and uh, comedian Brittany Campbell, who I just had on, also from PI. Oh, cool. It's yeah. like a PI-centric couple weeks on intoxicated here. That's Great. awesome. Oh, I moved
1: okay. when uh, when I was two. So. Oh, okay. So you oh, weren't—that's okay. where you
0: were born.
1: But okay, yeah. I got you. Yeah, uh, we grew up in the suburbs. So. Uh, Spryfield, and then Timberley, and then another spot in Timberley, and God. then uh, my mom took off to Alberta when I was like uh, about like nineteen. And I went with her until I was 23 and then I came back here. Uh-huh. Cause I love Halifax. Yeah. It's better than Alberta, I right? I yeah, it. Here. yeah.
0: Yeah. I have all those yuppies taken over. So. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, you spent a large chunk of your life in Alberta then? Did you? Uh,
1: only a couple of years. Oh, only a couple of years. Okay.
0: Okay, so you moved around. Actually, that's that's crazy. Danielle's moved around, too. Yeah, so, I moved around, yeah. I didn't, I didn't mean, even get that.
2: experience. It's of Yeah, I, I I totally agree. And I think it's, like, very much, much character-building. Mm-hmm. Like, you run on, so. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Because, like, do you I get, I know Danielle gets, gets it. it, like, like when when people, people are, are like, where are, where are you from? from? And, and you kind, kind of, of, like, you're like, where do I say this time? Because, like, you have multiple homes at various points in your
0: life, kind of thing.
1: I find that question, when I ask it, offends people.
0: really Really? when you ask other people where where they're from
1: yeah
2: here i grew up here okay (laughs) why would
0: anyone get offended by that that's like ridiculous
2: yeah i don't i don't understand that like why 2019 yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> people who aren't white presenting and, oh yeah
0: it's I not like I find yeah. them and then ask them oh actually like that. yeah you make a good point point. and yeah that sucks because like for me it's like it's just a genuine interest yeah. like because i feel like i like hearing people's origins yeah same here. like how they came to yeah. be and that's why the i always city, ask the country exactly yeah. yeah city country like what like yeah were you because i grew up in the country. A lot of people might not have... Wouldn't have thought that about me. Yeah. But, like, I was a country girl. Well, I mean, kind of country. Or, like, no, your neighbors not were
2: five kilometers away.
0: We were ten minutes from town.
2: Or, actually, less than ten minutes. Yeah. It's like a seven-minute drive. But you had, like, a really nice, like, wooded area behind her house. Like, with, like yeah. It was good for walking past. It was, like, marshes and yeah. ponds and things like that. So yes. Yeah. It was just, like, my mom's house. Yeah.
0: Yeah. it. It was cool because we had close neighbors, but... More like space. we had space it wasn't like, were, like suffocating
2: on like with, like on each other it was like there was lots of room to like grow i guess which is legit and
0: i uh, and if i'm ever at a point where i want to raise a family i would want to move yeah. somewhere yeah. kind of in the woods a little you bit because i think i mean but that said, like okay how old are you i actually
1: don't know how old you are i was born in 1992 So I'm 26. You're
0: 26? You're young and little (laughs) baby, little baby. (laughs) (laughs) I actually think I knew you were in your 20s. I just wasn't sure how how old. Okay, 26, bitchin'. How are you liking twenty six? Just trying to make it to twenty yeah. seven. <laughs> Good answer.
2: Hanging on. It's yeah, yeah.
0: Like, that's all of our plans. Yeah, exactly. Really? <laughs> like, can we just make it another year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel
1: like I'm kind of over the birthday thing. Like, oh yeah. How old am I turning
0: again?
2: Oh, Shit. I think you're still like.
0: I feel like after twenty five birthdays start
2: going downhill. Yeah. Really? I thought this. Was my, I liked my thirty two birthday, but I hated thirty. Thirty was like you do for your 30th I, we just went out for dinner and drinks and it was mm. like something about that that number i was like crying all night oh like, yeah well, i was like this is fun like, i'm i'm like i feel like i'm just getting like getting into loving myself more and i think that's part of it it's like yeah like and i think that's why it was like a better
0: well i think there's so much on the number 30
2: yeah there's a lot of pressure that- it's like that's it's a big exactly i don't know so yeah. Yeah. yeah which is
0: very unfortunate but that's also something that like society is like putting on us and really like if if we're smart enough we'll not let it affect us and yeah continue to like love ourselves but i get it like i'm the same way but i'm like that with every birthday
2: yeah i'm like no. i don't
0: i don't like aging at all no i would rather reverse time
2: yeah
0: i would rather go because 25 was my favorite year
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. But I hear, and like maybe you guys know about this, but I hear that there's this thing called like the return of Saturn where it's like in yeah. your late 20s, your life's going to be a shit show. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <You're such laughs> but also, I think all of life is a shit show. So, really, yeah. like for people who have been through shit, a uh, return of Saturn, whatever, yeah. bring it on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, the peaceful Saturn return. <laughs> yes. yes. Cheers to that. Would you say you're over yours Danielle? or do you think it's has yet to happen? Um, I went to
2: like an astrologer like not that long ago, and she was like, "You're in a one year," and I was like, "That sounds good." And she was like talking to. I don't know if you know how much about astrology. You're in now. a one year. What does yeah, that so mean? It's like, it's like a lot of like starting new things and it's like a really good time to like start new projects and things like that or like new jobs and stuff oh cool it's like that sounds
1: Hmm. promising so that's interesting that you went to an astrologer because that's numerology
2: she did both she did okay oh is is astrology is
0: the same thing or like similar no no, not based on your birthday
2: they're both based on your birthday yeah oh okay oh interesting all right yeah but yeah she focused it was mostly astrology but she also but in numerology like aspects to it as well so That's fascinating. Yeah. And what's your star sign? My star sign. Uh-oh. She's
0: smiling before she says it.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, I'm a Sagittarius. Oh, okay. Jen. So. I am a Pisces moon. Ooh, oh, I'm cool. a Pisces. I will disclose that much cuz I love my Pisces side. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
0: yeah. a Pisces and so is I, yeah, y- so You're I. in a, you're in a Pisces yeah. sandwich right now.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <This is great. laughs>
2: and we're both you're like Sun <laughs>
0: water signs we're all just gonna cry yeah. <laughs> you're a pisces moon so that's like you're like more you, emotional you was like a pisces yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh,
1: well i have a fire sign and a water sign so it's like steam building up inside of me but oh. yeah i used to think i had a problem with self-esteem
0: mm. oh can we talk about self-esteem that's a good subject to talk
1: about but Yeah, totally. yeah i'm into that yeah
0: yeah, I, is it something that, like, I know that for me, I've always struggled with it. And it's almost like a daily, like, battle. Like, to just be like, don't negative self talk yourself. Don't negative self talk yourself. And I started doing this thing where, um, someone, when we were at, um, Evan's for his birthday, and someone was like, nice hair. I was like, thank
2: you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I had to make, a, like, a like an December, effort yeah. to not put myself down or not be... Because I'm self-deprecating. So I feel like there's a <laughs> yeah, thin yeah, line yeah. between self, being self-deprecating for humor and actually being, like, having low self-esteem. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of this weird battle for me where it's like, okay, wh- is this self-deprecating for humor or is this, like, actually an attack on myself? Which is, like, a constant struggle. So... But, yeah. But, yeah. But, it's been all my life, but I don't know... I mean, these people who are just confident all the time, I don't know how they do it. <laughs> I'd like to know their secrets.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would really like to say that my parents were uh, supportive, but a lot of their praise was just, like, qualitative. Yeah. Like, oh, you're a tough cookie. You're uh, smart. <laughs> right. But then, like, when it came to me to actually do the work, I was just like, I don't even know what I'm good at. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was just so used to things being handed to me. So. Oh and then i started being like oh my god i'm so stupid oh and
0: fuck yeah that
1: attracts more people who are gonna like affirm that yeah. and then Ooh. it becomes like an internalized dialogue definitely That's...
0: what was your family life like growing up
1: i have one brother mm-hmm. he's a little bit older and we were just like playing games all the time and all the kids like hung out at our house we had like the bike and scooter club. <laughs> <laughs> You're, You're like, like the, the coolest thing on that. <laughs> <laughs> drinking Chubbies and grub. Oh, oh, oh my
0: god, yeah, that, that brings me back. That does, yeah. Holy shit,
2: that's crazy. Wow. So, so, like, so like, so you were like, like, a, a, like you you had, like,
0: hosted, hosted a lot of like the like friend get-togethers yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: and we were just like really creative kids. Like, right. I guess I was into crystals then, like before I yeah. even knew it, because we used take a nail and hammer and like. Mine the pirate out of the road. Oh yeah. Like the fool's gold and the field. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh fun I, like, I have like I have rocks from like I'll, like kindergarten that I like kept like all these years like I've been like collecting rocks like ever, all along like it's
0: you, yeah you love collecting rocks yeah yeah and you like you like to bring them back from trips you? yeah I took some yeah. from
2: Mexico like I, I, I like I think that's my decision in life is like I'm gonna travel more so I can get more rocks
1: like. <laughs> <laughs> wow that'd be so
2: cool you yeah could, like, inlay them
0: into a, like, like a table or something or... wow that'd be awesome yeah. ooh hmm. gonna travel more yeah I know right get, or go or, or just go, go to like other places like that uh, are like nearby. Like around Nova yeah. Scotia, yeah, and collect them all. Um, um, but like you, so like so you had a good childhood. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I don't know. I don't get bored easily. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, uh, what's, what's that like? like? <laughs>
2: Not anymore. Oh, that okay. was
1: my number one complaint when I was a kid: was I'm bored, and my parents were like on a schedule. <laughs> like, oh, really? Bing, yeah. Bong boom. You knew where to find them any moment of the day, mm. and my dad was, like, <laughs> 45 when I was born.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah was I'm was with so you in that my mom, mom was, was 42. Yeah, so old. So,
1: it's older, yeah. Compared to my friends and stuff. Yeah. Right. And he was a polyester flapjack used car salesman. Oh. So, so wait, was what was the was first called? word? Polyester po- flapjack. <laughs> what, what is that? that? It's, like... He wore those like tacky shirts, and the only thing he could cook was pancakes. So. Oh, okay.
0: Used car like listen, so he was literally like used yeah. car salesman. Yeah,
1: yeah he owned um, his own place. And then oh, was, cool. All um, did your mom work? Uh, my mom was like the cleaner, accountant, bookkeeper. Oh, okay, she kind of did everything. Yeah, she yeah. kept it together, and she uh, just had odd jobs, watering plants and stuff. Oh, she cool. Got Go yeah, oh. and yeah that was the best part of my childhood was our whole backyard was like
0: landscaped with like a pond oh that's awesome yeah that's really really nice me and danielle were um in a class once where we got to make a
2: pond in our classroom
0: oh, we we grew up in the school that was uh environmentally friendly and that was like the branding of the school Ooh, nice. so you had to like cool. yeah and like back to it i'm like it was at the time so, i thought it was dumb but yeah it's more schools should do shit so like we that
2: Composted like from the age of like seven and eight onwards and maybe even before that and it was like we yeah we built a pond in our grade four classroom and we had tadpoles which eventually turned into frogs which eventually turned into like horrifying like memory now yeah because they escaped
0: the pond
2: <laughs> and kids were like killing oh the frogs like and
0: and we went we went to school one day and found just like dead frogs everywhere
2: yeah. it was mortifying Yeah, it was like awful i still
0: think about that oh.
2: yeah it was like slightly traumatic because <laughs> you watch them every day you're like around them and then all of a sudden they're just like oh dead on the gosh. steps and it's like oh <laughs> it's like a massacre <laughs> yeah
0: uh, i had a pond down the road from my house that i used to go to all the time i loved oh, looking no. in the pond my oh.
1: mom, my mom, she would find frogs when she was a kid, but she would stick a straw up their butt. And,
0: oh! Uh, oh. <laughs> oh! God, that's while they oh, and then,
1: like inflate them. Oh,
2: I didn't know where that down. was going. Oh, that okay. Sense, okay. So you okay. Would
1: inflate them and put them down, and then she said that they would just go.
2: Oh wow. <laughs>
0: Hurt, though. <laughs> I don't know. The things you do for <laughs> yeah, fun. Yeah, really the that. things you do yeah. for fun in rural maritimes. Yeah, exactly. Truly though. Like. Yeah. yeah. Well uh, My mom's
1: always been a little bit weird.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: if we were on a trip and she saw some roadkill, she would take out the
2: camera. Ooh. Oh really? She's a little bit morbid. She should have
0: gotten into like taxidermy or something.
2: Or like been like yeah. mortician or something. Yeah. Cool. Roadkill,
0: I always get very
2: sad. When I see a rope kill. It depresses me. Yeah.
0: It's never
2: good.
1: (laughs) I'm trying to picture my mom as a mortician.
2: (laughs) Not at all.
0: Debbie? No. Uh, I mean, I just don't know. Like, it's just so weird to me. Like, you think about yourself growing up, and you're like, you always think, like, you want to be something, right? It's weird for me to think about, like, a little kid being like, I want to be a mortician. Like, how does that, like, uh, how does that fascination come about to do something like that. No judgment. I respect people who do it. It's just it's just interesting to me.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, because death is, like, so scary, in my mind, anyway.
2: Yeah. The idea of, like, working with a dead body would be... I, like, considered terrifying. it for a little while. And then really? I, yeah, I did. I, like, looked into it, and I was, like... I wanted to do, like, the upfront part of it, but not, like, the behind-the-scenes. And mm. like, I'd rather work with the families and the grieving process. You mean, I, like, the yeah, coordination of yeah, it? Yeah, the coordination of it. But I didn't want to deal with, like, the actual physical embalming yeah because i and like the course that they offered was like you had to do both and i was like i'm not into that so yeah no thanks yeah
0: did you have something like when, when you were little that you like wanted to be like i know for me it was marine biologist uh-oh what is <laughs> it? Nice. you're nodding like it's an interesting <laughs> oh, yeah. i just wanted to be an artist really. oh okay, okay.
1: i wanted to be a garbage man <laughs>
0: <laughs> Be what you want. It's 2019. Yeah. Progressiveness. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, also an artist. Mm. But I've actually been collecting pieces of garbage for about five years. Oh, oh cool. like for art? Like you're merging the two together. Yeah, it's a yeah. miniature
0: dump.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> i relate it's to this when that portrait actually so. oh. <laughs> i love it uh, <laughs> that's garbage man slash artist yeah. interesting um is that like is it something about like you do you want to like change the world like clean up the world
1: god, no i think i was lazy <laughs> like, uh, i love that
0: god no <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I have never thought about changing the world. I just i I've always been a nature enthusiast, so I actually oh, okay. love to be outside and yeah. stuff. And I just thought, oh, on the garbage truck, you get to ride on the outside. That's dangerous. <laughs> that yeah. would be fun. Do they ride, ride on the outside?
0: outside? Yeah, yeah. The bus, in think, the back, like, like on the back of it, usually. Like, I
2: don't think cars. I've ever
1: seen that. Are
2: really? you Then you oh, jump yeah. off, grab yeah. the things, throw
0: it in back. Oh, okay. Then, I mean, there is something to be said, said for a job that's
2: um mm-hmm. i mean i, I imagine, imagine with any, any job there, there would be things that would be unpredictable, unpredictable that would come
0: up, up. but like, like you know, know what you're do doing every day, day. You, yeah. have root. Yeah. Yeah. you have a routine you have a
2: route you have a there's something all, to be said like, for that structure there's like and then like you're you're active, you're outside, like yeah, I feel yeah. For that,
0: So yeah. yeah, well, you worked a doll, yeah, and you you said that was one of your favorite jobs, yeah, you it was. yeah. like relaxing and just like walking around
2: inside. Like... Yeah, it was like litter patrol. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there, there you like, go. Title of it, and it was like going around picking up garbage on the campus, and I was like, I actually loved that job because it was like I just got there, I never had to deal with anyone, like I just was on my own and like picked up garbage all day. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad. yeah. There you go.
0: Yeah, artist though fun. so do you, do you do you do you draw paint like what, what kind of you thing well like i
1: do draw i do illustrations
0: love, make a shirt. i love that it's,
1: uh chickens and what came first the mind or the universe i and, love that yeah so just that's cartoony adorable. stuff and i'm doing comics and
0: uh Ooh, yeah. that would be fun yeah. you should really do you sell them or like As of now, are you just kind of doing it for you? Just on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you wonder what I mean. It's it's the the day and age of the internet. If you ever did want to like sell your stuff, you you can. You just make an Etsy account, right? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I have
1: tons of drawings, like mostly watercolors. Ooh, that's cool. Again, with the laziness, though, it's like, well, if it's abstract, it doesn't have to look like anything <laughs> I just really like to play with colors and textures. And oh, yeah. yeah. And stuff.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. And you've worked a couple different, I know from your comedy, you've worked a couple different jobs in your life. One being like the driver's ed. Yeah.
1: I yeah, want to
0: know yeah. about this. So you were a driver, a driving instructor.
1: Yeah. For um, six months. I took like 16 year old kids out and uh, got them to drive.
0: How was that? Because I, okay, like I just gotta say, learning to drive and like your road test and stuff yeah. is a very pivotal part of your life. Yeah, you know, it is. Especially at that age. And I failed my driver's ed test the first time, and I've never been more mortified. In my life, there are lots of tears. Yeah, I smashed an Orbitz bottle. Do you remember Orbitz? Yeah, I do. I remember getting out of it and smashing it. You know me, I'm dramatic as shit, and nothing's changed since then. But like, I smashed the bottle on the pavement after my like my driver's test. Wow. And then I didn't. I didn't build up the guts to take it again. I think it was like two or three years before I took it again because I was so mortified. Because I didn't. I didn't come to a complete stop at a stop line. Ugh. And that's why they failed me. Yeah.
1: yeah, a lot of the things that you would do in public, you wouldn't do on your driving test. So it was a uh, it was really tricky to teach in Halifax too, because there's so many things that are so unusual. Yeah, like yeah, on the streets
2: like
0: everywhere and yeah, was- and our- weird yeah. intersections. Hey, and
1: stuff Hey, remember that book and how it said this? Mm. Uh, just forget all about that for five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> So normally, to that. <laughs> I feel like I was saying that a lot. So normally, or like typically, yeah. so much of driving is like depending on other people. and then Yeah,
0: that's true. You're
1: working as a team and there's like this flow to it and this beat that goes. And if you're not on the beat, you could really fuck somebody's day up. Like oh, man. <laughs> man. And road rage is real. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. That
2: is
0: so I was so. driving around with Andrew Vaughn today.
1: <laughs> this isn't. Inc- okay. And
0: <laughs> I was actually scared. <laughs> the different times because he was like there was one point where he actually stuck his head out the window and started yelling at someone I was just like oh my god oh. well I mean in all fairness they did almost hit us like it was really bad it, it wasn't our fault yeah. at all but um, I think it's like I think it's one of those things like I think the people who do stuff like that it's just like an, it's an accumulation right Yeah, it's like all these little things that accumulate and then something else happens that tips you over the edge and yeah. you just have to yell but yeah. they should teach, like, uh, road rage management in driver's ed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think they like,
2: would by
0: now. Like, yeah. That should be a part of it. Yeah. How to deal with when things don't go your way when you're driving.
2: Yeah. You know? Like, it actually it In is a
0: healthy a way. way. Oh, is it? Okay, that's oh. cool. A tiny bit. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: good. Yeah. We actually watched a video of road rage that happened when i was living in alberta and i was driving behind them like i remembered that incident oh, Big shit. white truck and it was my exit i could see spruce grove on there i was like holy shit like this made this made youtube
0: <laughs> oh my god that's that's crazy yeah shit
1: wow. it was going on for about 25 kilometers
0: what, so. so what exactly happened? This is road rage,
1: not on the verbal level, but like on a physical, I'm going to fuck you up kind of level. Yeah. Oh, no. And it was just, I didn't see the actual instigating incident, mm. but I watched this truck like following a car and trying to run him off the road.
2: It <sighs> That's was, crazy. Yep. Yeah.
0: That is yeah. terrifying. Right. I went down a rabbit hole uh, a couple nights ago. of, And this is what I do to myself because it's terrible. Uh, I'll watch like compilation videos of like the worst nine one one calls ever captured, or like stuff like that. Yeah. And one of them was, oh god, it's so bad too. It was like a family in a car, and the draw, like the the car mat thingy, had the accelerator pushed down. Yeah. And they couldn't stop, so it was, like, real-life speed, like, the movie Speed, like, where, like, they couldn't stop, and they called 911, trying to get 911 to help them to figure out how to stop the car, and they couldn't, and they, like, were approaching the intersection, and they're like, hold on, you better pray, and then bam, like, like... The whole thing, like the whole car was like totaled. That's crazy. And like the 911 call was kind of tape and then I like bored my, like I have access to a car right now. And when I went in the car, I like double checked the mat because I was like paranoid about the mat. It's just like stuff like that. that So I'm like, such a fluke thing, right? That's crazy. But like the idea of like being in a crisis, like I'm always wondering like how I would react in a crisis like that.
1: Yeah, well, it makes you kind of smarter if you don't overdo it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, a lot of people say that in crisis, um, there's a weird sense of calm that comes over people, um, and they, because like they're like in survival mode, mode. Yeah. and I'm they're just, just like, like, we just, just got, got to figure, figure this out. Out. Yeah. But, but I'm just, just like, like, I feel like I would, like I would probably, probably freeze.
1: freeze. Yeah, well, you, you know? know, like, I don't um, know. How much time does it take, like, things are going to happen anyways, so... Sure. I mean, I, I actually was in two car accidents. Oh, so shit, were, were you? the really bad ones? ones? They don't seem to care about that as long as your abstract is clean, so.
2: Oh, oh, before you started working that you were? Yeah. Oh, wow.
1: Um, I was 16 at the time. Oh, yeah. Which is, when you think about it, it's ridiculously young to be giving kids car licenses really, at 16. That, that is really, really young. Yeah. Some of them were clearly, like, children. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, this oh. kind of this is kind of messed up. You know, I know what mm. I did in a car when I was 16. I was like, I'm breaking nine laws at once. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: right. Were the car accidents the bad ones?
1: ones? I totaled a Volvo. So that's pretty hard to do.
0: Holy wow. shit. Yeah.
1: I'm not proud of it, but I uh, ran into the pack of a Metro Transit in Bears Lake. <laughs> oh,
0: no. Were you alone?
1: Yeah, Uh, my first time alone,
0: actually. So how, like, if you, like, can I ask questions about this, or is it, is it too, okay, okay, I was (laughs) going to say, um, did did you, how did you react, like, in the moment? I thought I was
1: dreaming. Oh, God. Like, that's being in shock, like, everything's ringing, and, like, you can just smell things, like, burning, and, yeah. That's terrifying. It was really scary. The airbag didn't go off, either. Oh, Oh, my God. Yeah, so... I mean, I'm kind of glad it didn't. My glasses flew off my face, and like, wow, my fucking That's a little life. force. Yeah, like, like it was not even that fast. Um, yeah, because there was a red light, and then there was a green light, and the bus doesn't have like a turn off or anything in Bear's Lake on on the one side. So oh, it was right. just like. Yeah, it doesn't. Oh my god! Running into a wall, basically. I was gonna say like that thing would move,
2: like it would. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: If you think about the kinetic force, there, it's
2: actually
0: better that I didn't hit somebody coming head on.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I
0: always think it's a. It's a really weird fluke that I have not been in an accident yet.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Danielle agrees because she's driven with uh, yeah. me and I've come close. I, I've prevented one of those. You
2: did! Yeah. That would have been bad, yeah. too. Oh, it would have been. It was like we were driving <sighs> and it was like we were coming <laughs> at an intersection. I think it was, I feel like it was Jubilee Road. Yes. It was, it was yeah. Jubilee Road. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, I remember it well. And like, um, we were getting ready to go straight through because there was no stop sign. But there was traffic. There was traffic coming the other so way. So we can see shit. And like or I just, just like saw a gu- saw a glimpse of a car and I was like Sarah stop and like we would have like hit head on and and they were driving a, a yeah would have been, like yeah. been like this it would have been weird because like we didn't have a stop sign so but yeah. it was it was fine but
0: so. so I always think to myself I'm like why is it that I always come so close but nothing happens someone must be watching over me yeah,
1: yeah. the parking yeah. angels yeah, the parking exactly.
2: angels <laughs> I hope so <laughs> yeah. stick with me a little longer <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I don't know I just I'm just not um like I'm not a fan of driving it's I'm a nervous driver I'm like overly cautious and I feel like that but I feel like being overly cautious is not good sometimes yeah
1: yeah oh yeah so true
0: yeah because yeah. you're not you're not reacting you, you have gotta to be
1: predictable yeah. Thing. yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. Have you ever, like, rolled in a car? That's what freaks me no. the fuck out. No. no. Me neither. I've seen it happen. I saw a car go off the road once, driving to Anna Ganesh, and it was, it was terrifying. Yeah. Seeing that, so. Let's talk about happier things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so how, what made you get into comedy? Like, what, so you're an artistic mm-hmm. person. Yeah. Art. Which, I mean, like, I think comedy is an art, for sure. Yes. So it's a form of being artistic, but, like, what made you... get up and do it stand-up comedy is not it's nerve-wracking that shit yeah so like what made what made you get into it what was the push Uh, well it actually took a lot longer than i
1: thought yeah like i first started thinking about stand-up as a career choice when i was still living with my mom oh okay i was renting a lot of dvds and one of them that i watched that really pushed me over the edge was woman in comedy oh okay yeah
0: why do i feel like i've seen that one
1: who, who was on that? It's like Joan Rivers and Kathy Griffin. And oh, cool. A bunch of people, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just like started writing jokes. Yeah. And the only one that I kept from that first batch was the one about my uh, my gap tooth. <laughs> which I don't have anymore because my parents... I was going to say, where's your gap tooth? Yeah, <laughs> I wish I wish I, had I them, have a gap but, tooth. Yeah. yeah, my parents actually got surgery to like close Seriously? it. Seriously? Oh, yeah. that's
0: nice though. Did you squirt water out of it? oh yeah, yeah like, like... that would be fun yeah
1: I have pretty gnarly teeth actually like, Yeah,
0: like... and I mean dental work is so pricey yeah it is yeah I'm grateful yeah like, yeah.
2: yeah. If, if you have people who can pay for it or benefits <laughs>
0: like that's I mean fuck, fucking use them right because yeah, yeah. it's so
1: pricey yeah Um. so I've always been kind of a weirdo mm. that's I... why I like ya. yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, laugh I loved a lot in school, but I wasn't like clowning. Okay. I wasn't like joking around. I was you weren't like, like a class a clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah not, not a class clown. Yeah, I
0: really like was kind of a goody two shoes. Oh, interesting. Okay,
1: yeah. So,
0: did you drink underage or do drugs underage or anything like that, or were you like fairly good kid? I was
1: like a really good kid, but then around sixteen, that's when I started to like really it was a very uh very stark contrast <laughs> yeah so i was raised pretty christian like baptist oh yeah and then when i was 16 i stopped believing in god and oh my was, god me yeah.
0: too
2: uh, yay. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Didelle, i don't know if you ever did Ding <laughs> I, no i, I don't I, yeah. <laughs> that funny, though. I was just a little late on the update. I was like, wait a second. I was at my sister's wedding and I heard them be like, Do you promise to raise kids under the Lord? And I had two thoughts. One, maybe they don't want kids, motherfucker. Uh, And two, maybe they don't want to raise them Catholic. Maybe they want, like, and and in that moment I was like, I don't know if I like this. And then, you know, and then I had started hearing things about. You know, the Catholic religion and yeah. shit. And I was like, no, I this ain't for me. I was like the first one in my family to stop going to church. And I, I, I don't know if it's, I, I think I'm with you, like, I don't know if I don't believe in God, but I just don't, Catholic is it, not for me. I just don't believe, I, mean, not for I, me. I don't
2: consider myself Christian by any stretch, but I definitely believe in, like, a higher power of some sort, and I believe in, like, an yeah, afterlife yeah. and those sorts of things, but not, but not like, I could, I could never, never follow, follow a Christian, Christian. Yeah. lifestyle. Like, it's, it's just not in me to do mm-hmm. that. I think the thing
1: that did it for me was like, was Jesus a Christian? Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> like th- the power that is preceded religion. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. You know, why bother? Yeah. yeah,
0: I'm certainly not an atheist. Yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah, I I would it'd would be really sad to think that there's nothing after this. You know, I don't know. No. I like to have a little bit, a little bit of comfort. But did you did you grow up like going to church and shit or?
1: Yeah, I did like the tr- uh, summer camp and everything. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ah. yeah. But-
2: and then I volunteered
1: to- at the Bible camp. And- where did you go to camp? <laughs> Bayside. Where's that? Um, Bayside. Uh, is that Minnesota or P. I. Sorry, I just there was one year
2: where I grew up in like New Brunswick, so I wasn't sure if it was like the same. No. Okay. <No. laughs>
1: Bayside. No. Like an hour uh, past. Heron Gove, I think. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Right, right, right. And I loved it. You know, field games and just, like, yeah. mess hall.
0: Yeah. It was good. I've never gone to camp, and I feel like it's something that I missed out on. I
2: never oh, wow. went to camp either, but now I'm, like, a, I was, hmm. like, like, a camp leader over the summer, so yeah. I, I got the experience of <laughs> You, like, really like, it. day camp but not, like, sleepover, but, like.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Fascinating. It f- seems like a lot of shit goes down at camp. Whenever I hear people who've gone to camp, they always have stories like yeah. like they got hurt or like <laughs> Corey Corey West has a shit ton of oh, stories. Does he? Like me, like toe thing. oh god, the toe thing is uh-huh. so bad, it's so bad. Ugh. So you were writing jokes like like how long were you writing jokes for before you actually like got up and did it? That's what I'm curious about.
1: Um, when I was like seven or eight, I was writing plays. Oh my oh, gosh. gosh! Yeah, because. We watched a lot of Veggie Tales. <laughs> 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 <Christian>. <laughs> yeah, so I started using my Beanie Babies and writing plays. Oh and, my god. Yeah, and a lot of them had jokes like slipped in there all the time. So I just like to be Um doing like the radio announcements and stuff for the, oh. like, the street hockey games and Oh yeah. Uh, so and the best mark in school I got was drama.
0: Oh, oh really? I don't know what
1: that says about me? But.
0: Yeah, I never took drama. I should've. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think that says. I think that says you're just creative. You're
2: creative. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like to move yeah. around and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Were, were you like, was acting ever in your mind as something you wanted to do? Well, I was lucky to be like chosen for a couple roles Ooh. in grade two we
1: did charlotte's web i was fern and then oh, in grade five we you'd did you'd be a good uh, fern yeah exactly. Just like looking at you right now i'm like you'd be a good fern yeah i got picked for that role quite a bit like uh-huh. I the twelfth night oh um, cool yeah shakespeare play yeah yeah cast b viola so nice I got to play uh transvestite uh,
0: nice
1: I really dug that. It's just a big tomboy,
0: right? Yeah. That's so fun, but it's not something you want to keep going with as a career. Well, I mean, I Show guess biz. it's it, yeah, it is. It is a little bit risky, I guess. Of a um, I don't know. Case. I
1: keep an eye on yeah, on ads and stuff,
0: like um, auditions and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. And there's yeah. a couple sketch comedy groups that are around, so like you never know. I might just. In pop in for a flashback or something
0: yes yeah. i think that'd be so fun <laughs> um and so what was your first show like your first
1: stand-up show. stand-up yeah uh it was at blue apples i think do you know that no. it's not
0: blue
2: apples
1: was it yeah. yeah on blower street okay and it was the old paper chase oh uh, okay yeah it was like a like Heartfelt acquaintances of mine that ran it and, uh, they tried out a comedy night, but it didn't really last. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and it was, it was, uh, good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm mostly curious because, because I feel like there's a lot of people, like there's a lot of people you meet and you're like, you should do stand up. You should, uh, and I always wonder what it takes for someone to actually do it. You know, like, to actually get up on the stage with the mic in front of a crowd and do it. Because it's one thing to, like, have jokes or write jokes or, like, even tell your friends jokes. Yeah. But it's another thing to, like, make the decision to get up and do it. Yeah. I always, I think it's a brave thing, but every comic I talk to is like, no, it's not bravery. Like, it's just... (laughs) But I think it. I think it takes some yeah. guts. But I, I think, think if you so. have a performance background, like if you've done drama, yeah, exactly. I think that it would become more e- easily yeah. to you. You know.
1: It, yeah, it takes guts to continue.
2: Yeah.
0: That's Very what messy. it is. Yeah, ding ding. Fair enough <laughs> yeah. to that. Yeah. Fair enough. Anybody
1: can do it once. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. To really like. Spend 10, 12 years doing it and then be like, okay, I'm finally making some headway. Like, that's an art. Right yeah. There. Yeah, <laughs> the, the patience,
0: yeah. The patience. The yeah. patience. Yeah. And yeah. doing it consistently. Yeah. yeah. I don't, if
1: something just clicks at some point where, like, you don't really have to say the words to be funny, but people are just waiting for the beats. Right. And they're with you.
0: They're with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. that's just like
1: getting everybody together, really. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you, um, I was thinking about this today, like, knowing that you were coming on, I was like, it's weird to me, like, whenever I go through fucked up shit in my life, I always try to make a joke out of it somehow, yes. or, like, turn it around into comedy, yeah. and, like, I feel like a lot of, like, obviously a lot of comics probably feel the same, because uh, that's how we deal with life, yeah. laughter is a good way to deal with it, so would you say, is that something that, like, inspires a lot of your comedy, like, kind of just making jokes that are, like, the fucking fucked up of life, like, and all this shit that we're all going through, right? Yeah like yeah that's my favorite thing
1: yeah yeah because listening to other comics helped me see the light right like, Yes, i was in the dark night of the soul and i yeah. couldn't see the way out and i was just, yeah. like, getting sand in my eyes all the time but yeah like, then just to hear somebody making light of it is like
0: oh my god yeah because you're kind of like it almost makes sense <laughs> it's a little bit of an escape i think yeah maybe you know like
2: the I mean, best way out
0: is through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 And it, but it also makes things more normal, I think, too. Yeah. When you hear comedians joking about certain things, even though they're probably serious, and yeah, and you should deal with them, <laughs> at least you know you're not alone.
2: Definitely. Yeah. You
0: know, like that's that's there's something to be said for that.
2: Oh, definitely. Like, I think that's it, like normalizes certain things, and like it makes things more like, like relatable. relatable I, think. I think. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Yeah, I I like like comics comics that that I can relate to. Like, when they say something, I'm like, I've been thinking that the whole time! (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes
1: it's also about the contrast, though. It's like, we're all sitting in this room, and life's pretty good right now. Like, we all got a drink, and we're just with our friends. But then to bring up the fact that, like we're all like two seconds away from dying. <laughs> like, yeah. mm-hmm. At any point we could just forget to breathe. <laughs> like I don't know. Uh,
2: that's really
0: yeah. right. Oh. Aye, aye, aye. Yep. I think about that uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. truly do probably too much. But but that's just me. <laughs> Have
1: an aneurysm right now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh that that's like that really fucking freaks me out, yeah. aneurysms.
1: Yeah. Totally. Uh, as somebody who's been stressed out at times
0: in my life yeah definitely yeah did you know um game of thrones is starting tonight (laughs) um the one of the lead actresses on that um actually was suffering with a brain uh, brain aneurysm like during the second season like they were like you could die you could potentially die at any
2: time yeah
0: and she like kept doing the show and kept showing up for filming
2: i would do the same i think if I was doing a cool job like that, I would be, like, I'm coming in every day. Like
0: That's braver like than dream. me. I would just, like, probably stay hurled in the corner. <laughs> yeah. but, but, no, like, that's that's, that's that's
2: strength right there. It is. Like,
0: yeah. being able to still go do those. And,
2: and you got to think, that's, like, I mean, as an actor, like, and that's, like, a big break to be on a show like that. That's true. To so, like, stop doing that because of something that, like, she might Could not happen. happen. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, why true. would she, like. That's true. We're true. So. Mm-hmm. That's my take on it,
0: anyway. Live your life to the to the very fullest. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we do on the show, French Abortion Story, where, I, but I think I just introduced myself to you after a show, I think is how I met you. Uh, and then I think I, I came on a night. Oh, yes. I saw you at Gus's one night. Yeah. And it was right after I got rejected by a boy. And I had posted the screenshot on my Instagram stories. And you were like, hey, how's it going? And I was like, well... I just posted a screenshot of being rejected, so that's where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> and we connected over that. You. I
1: was like, wait seven months. That's the formula.
0: Seven uh, months? Yeah. That's kind of a long time. <laughs> is, that, is that the proper amount of time to get over someone who things didn't even start with? Uh,
1: get I- over it, but then completely forget
0: about getting over it yeah that's That's true true. i mean i don't um um i don't think i deal with rejection well yeah me neither yeah like how do you that's that's kind of my main question i'm just like
2: (laughs) yeah you just don't deal with it at all like you you don't have to deal with rejection i mean i
0: mean i guess that that could be it but um but uh, that's i'm always curious with other people like how they deal with it yeah
1: Oh, I can really speak about that right now. Like, I am having...
0: Give it to us. <laughs> I don't want to say This much. is intoxicated. This is what it's about.
1: I don't know if I...
0: You don't have to name any names, but you can talk generally about a situation. I mean, name names if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: I'm, I'm not a maiden. I'm a mother. Oh, right. Yeah, yes. So, and I don't get to see her so right that's really the only thing is like this guy's blocking me from, from right his life because i loved him right uh, and he's broken inside He's <laughs> <Yeah. That's> terrible <laughs> yeah so my first jokes well, actually my best jokes ever are about that
0: which is a dark thing that yeah. like a lot of people yeah. don't understand or maybe they haven't been through definitely but you're using it in comedy yeah as a way to release it
1: take it and throw in an unexpected ending it's yeah. kind of like this is to me, it's, like, what I wish had happened. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it makes people laugh because they're, like, well, that's ridiculous. And then yeah. inside, I'm, like, if you knew the truth, you wouldn't be
0: laughing. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's what Behind the curtains is a thing. dark but, place. yeah, yeah. But, but, like, look at all the comedians that are so depressed or, like, dealing with all these, like, life things. They wouldn't trade it. And, and <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's something to be said for that, too. I often wonder yeah. about that. I'm, like, do comedians want to be happy? Because they wouldn't have material. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If they were happy, yeah, it's kind of a brutal thing to say, but it feel it feels like feels like some of the best comedy comes from pain.
1: Yeah, I think the you know? important thing is that being happy can include being sad. Ding,
0: ding! That's actually a really good yeah. point. We should yeah, all want to be happy. Both. You know,
2: what you, i you, not. Yeah. You can't have both. But like, I think you need one. You need both to have. I, I don't even know. How it's you it. need both to oh, have yeah, a well rounded exactly, life. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I John think. On words. Yeah, yeah pretty think, much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> toilsome
1: joy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. But I think to grow as people, we need pain. Oh, yeah. And we need experiences that are mm-hmm. shitty because it's going to, it's going to, you're going to have to like look within yourself to figure the, that shit out. Yeah. Whereas oh. people who have had like, like, I don't trust people who've had no struggles. Like, when I meet someone who's had like not one yeah. struggle, I'm like, I'm not going to take advice from you because you, you just, you've never experienced. A bump in the road,
2: yeah,
0: you know, and like the people who have experienced many bumps in the road and are still here, doing their best. I want to talk to them. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's just kind of how I see it. But, yeah. but I mean, that's the thing about comedy. Like, um, it's tricky because you know, as an audience member, you're there and you're laughing and you're enjoying yourself, but you don't realize, like you said, the realness and darkness behind those jokes.
2: Yeah, it's weird because it's like you're taking enjoyment out of someone else's misery. And it's yeah. something that, like, I never really thought about before. And it's, like, it's kind of conflicting, like, a little it bit. It is conflicting. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's weird. How
0: do you feel about that? But, like, you but you like doing jokes about your life. Because um, you're, yeah. you're choosing to do it. So part of you, you know. Uh, well, I haven't looked at any statistics or
1: anything, but... And this is going to seem really disjointed, but one time I went to a art show, an art show at Plan B, and it was all done with period blood.
2: Okay. Oh, I'm fascinated. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So clearly that was, like, mostly women. Yeah. Who did that art. And I feel like a lot of art in the fine art sense is women. Yeah. And then stand-up comedy is, like, the segment of showbiz where the men just get to, like, have their
2: yeah, yeah exactly.
1: catharsis uh-huh and it's almost feminine in that it's chaotic you're spilling your guts that's and true. you don't know
2: how in front people, of a group are. Of people
1: yeah and you want them to respond from a deep part of themselves not like a visceral, visceral reaction
2: yeah. that's, that's actually, actually very true, true. Yeah. yeah that's,
0: that's interesting, interesting.
1: Yeah, it's the most. It's such... I'm not trying to say
2: it's girly or anything like that. But, yeah. but, but it's, 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 so it's a, so it's so a form so of expression, expression. and males you know, have been taught not to express themselves. Exactly. You wouldn't associate so. it with masculinity, like the no, aspects of not. like of like, like comedy. comedy, like yeah, the idea yeah, of yeah. like what you just said, like of spilling your guts in front of a group of people, like. Typically men are supposed to keep their, hidden, their emotions yeah, hidden and hidden. not supposed to discuss it in a, a group setting like that. So it, I never really considered that before, but it's really interesting. That uh, is interesting. Yeah. yeah. fuck. I might
1: have just ruined
2: comedy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Y'all are girly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but it it's also weird because it's such a male-dominated field. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, like my it, favorite <laughs> comic is probably George Carlin. Okay. Yes, it was like the unifier in our house. Like growing up, nobody got along or yeah. spent any time together, but George Carlin was a name that we all knew. Yeah. Oh, wow. And we all could name three jokes off the top of our head, so yeah. that's great. And like George Carlin is definitely in touch with his feminine side. Yeah. Like, I think he's creating something out of observations. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's it's
0: like. Okay, I'm gonna ask you a question. Because I feel like this is on the same kind of subject. What are your thoughts on... I I always think about how people view women in comedy, okay? And there's always this opinion of like, they just talk about their bodies and sex and periods. and. Why is that such a fucking thing? Isn't comedy supposed to be talking about your life and your experiences? And yet women get shamed for talking about those types of things it pisses me off like what are your thoughts on that like i don't think that should be all your comedy yeah i think it's great when you see a woman who talks about other
2: things yeah but i'm not
0: gonna fucking judge a woman for to- like if i were to do stand up it would be mostly periods and vagina yeah. like and sex stuff too you know like so i'm always curious as to what women think of that because to have the courage to like go through and do it despite all the criticism against it is like it's commendable in my mind but i don't know i
2: i, I have like a couple of thoughts yeah tell me it's like just like looking at like mainstream media in general like you look at like hollywood movies like blockbusters films don't typically star women characters it's like you see like yeah captain marvel and like the um wonder woman's like films that came out like recently yeah. and those were like the first films that made so much money that started a woman yeah and it's like that like i think it's like it's um, it's like a, a commentary on like just our view of women in society. Yeah, not just comedy, but like everything, like every aspect of society, women are devalued. It's true, and it's like I think it just because
0: I feel like there could, we could find common themes in in comedy by males. Oh yeah, but we don't, I'm... but we don't judge them as hard as women. No, and so it's like this really fucked up thing, and I hate it. I don't like it. No, and I th- and I truly think that that's what's holding a lot of women back. Yeah, because maybe they don't feel safe up there. Talking about those things. Yeah. I don't know. Jeez, Sarah's uh, getting political on uh, me. My <laughs> feminist agenda just knocking at the door. <laughs> but it's just it's just interesting because I have had um, males in my life. None of them are comics, mind you. But like male, like uh, observers of comedy be like, all, all women c- comics are the same. And they all talk about the same things. I'm like, find me a male comic who hasn't talked about his dick on stage. Yeah, really. Like, or like... Do you know what I mean? It's just it's oh, just yeah. frustrating to me. I know. But oh, that's fun. just that's just my opinion. I just had to get that out. Yeah. <laughs> but like I'm I'm curious as to your thoughts as like someone who's still fa- like you're fairly new in comedy style a year and a half and you plan yeah. on to keep going with it. Yeah. Um and you have a lot of stuff in your set that isn't about that. But like do you ever feel that insecurity as a like a female comedian, or do you just not give a shit? <laughs> or are you just better than all like and stronger than all of us? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well I've been pursuing things in my life like outside of comedy that make me kind of like a lone wolf. Right. The face reading like just literally standing on the sidewalk with a sign and like talking to people whatever comes up so I feel like I was primed for just not giving a shit. That's good. Because you have other things. Yeah. Yes. But I can definitely see it from an outsider's perspective and I'm like there's as much diversity in in the rungs of good comics as there is in you know, any singular group, mm-hmm. men, woman, uh, Asian, gay. like Yeah. So there's probably a bigger gap between what's good and what's great. Yeah. <laughs> than what's boring and what's not. True. Because yeah. I do find a lot of the comedy that's out there is um
0: boring. Ding, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> It can be. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, I and that and
0: that's and that's the thing. I mean, I think everyone's different in what they like. Me personally, I like to feel a little uncomfortable with comedy. Yeah. I like I like it to take me to a place in my mind that maybe I've never said these things out so loud that yeah. I've taught them. You're laughing for your life. You're like, laughing. That's
1: exciting. Yeah. 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 And I think
0: women have a special
1: edge, like just because we are so used to being kind of secondary characters. Yeah. Yes, that's true.
0: Like, there's like, there's there's a lot of stories that come with that.
1: Yeah, and they're surprising yeah. stories because you never would have seen it coming. You're like, oh, yeah. well, she actually has a mind of her
0: own. Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> what do I know? I'm just a goyle. Um, yeah, yeah, no. It's a, do you ever experience mansplaining? Do you, do you ever get that? yeah how do you deal yeah. with it do you like because like th- this is something i ask women in my life too i'm just like because i i'm trying constantly trying to figure out how to deal with mansplaining yeah like do you call them out or yeah. or what do you do <laughs> i'm a big fan of killing with kindness
1: so i just find more and more ludicrous compliments to interrupt them with
0: right uh, i like yeah. that That's <laughs> a good one. when sense. you said come with kindness i thought you'd be like Oh my god! Thank you so much for that. I <laughs> have a funny way to respond. Yeah, I don't. Uh. Want,
1: I do have secrets, you know. Like men really need to feel like a hero. Yeah, and that's all they're going after when they mansplain. Like, when you say, "Oh, it comes from a good place." I don't know that. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: That's very like, true. We're
1: on a different pace, like, a different rhythm. Like, we're much more in tune with the cycles of nature, naturally. So it's just like, hey, uh, not the time to explain this. Yeah.
0: yeah. Very, very true. true.
1: Maybe next uh, year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, really, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so face, face rings, so I want to know all about, about this. this. So, so you, you do... do... Face, face readings how did you learn, learn this? this how did you get into this oh that was an accidental <laughs> thing but ding ding for face reading yeah um yeah i'm fascinated by this what made you get into it i studied psychosomatic therapy
1: psychosomatic. so anybody wants to look that up it's on the bottom can you give us
0: a brief like explanation as to what that is
1: pretty simply it's referring to to the mind and the body soma is an ancient word for body So it's just your house of consciousness is the body-mind as one. Mm -hmm. So your thoughts trickle into your feelings, which trickle into your belief systems and your behaviors, and then that influences your thoughts again. So there's always this uh, feedback happening.
0: Right. Is that like, you know, when people say that you can like think symptoms and they'll happen? Like, Like, in other words, like, I think I'm... I have the flu. I think I have the flu. And then, like, you'll start getting flu symptoms... Because your mind is thinking about. Is that kind of the same idea? Like the connection between mo- like the mind and the physical
1: kind of thing? Yeah, well, since you like the 911 stuff, you should look Uh-oh. up
0: psychosomatic diseases. It's oh no, am I gonna go on another YouTube yeah. train because of frost? Oh god, <laughs> I'm gonna be up till 3 a.m. <laughs> like,
1: there's people who have slightly traumatic events and then they're blind for no explainable reason. Yeah. Oh, shit. Like yeah, I've heard of so that. that. Or they have MS, but there's no test to prove
2: it. Yeah.
0: yeah. Holy yeah. shit.
2: Wheelchair bound. But...
0: I've heard, like, that, like,
2: women, too, can, like, Horses pretend, pretend not pretend, but feel like they're pregnant. And they're yeah. And like they're not even
0: pregnant. Like, like, they think they might be pregnant, but they're not physically pregnant, but then they start getting pregnancy symptoms. Yeah. Oh Shit. That's,
1: That's insane. The power of belief. Yeah. The mind bad. is a fucking
0: <laughs> fucked up thing. <laughs> Beautiful. but yeah, 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 fucked up. Too. Right? <laughs> Or is it just fucked up? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so how did you, so how did you self teach yourself this? Like, like that, that in itself, by the way, is a skill. Like self teaching yourself yeah. something is a skill. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so I, anyone who teaches themselves anything, I commend. Um, how did you learn all about this? Was it the internet or books or, well, or what? I should say, um, I was like the
1: third generation. So I didn't self teach it. Either. Oh, okay. Yeah. There was a, a teacher from Australia, well, from Austria, and then moved to Australia, <clears throat> and he worked with inmates and stuff, and he just, like, found a way to get beyond language mm-hmm. and just, like, really tap into their body and mind through the continuum, so, like, gentle touch and, like... Um, Releasing tension and trigger points and stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah. And then I learned the face reading at the three-week intensive that I took. Oh, you took a course on face reading.
0: Shit. This isn't... Okay. We we in the big leagues.
1: (laughs) I'm body-mind therapy.
0: Holy shit. So what was that experience like learning that? Three weeks? Well, it was
1: crazy. Yeah. Like, I was the youngest in the group. So I got a lot from that experience of just being, like,
0: soaking it up, you know? Right. And he picked it up, and then he started offering readings. So you go downtown.
1: I used to be like this, you know? Like, like kind of cagey about it? I used to be small all the time. Oh, okay. And hide from myself. Like, yeah. I would, and, like, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so my teacher totally pointed that out, and I was like, wow, I... I had no idea I was so sensitive and I didn't know why I was like this. Right. So
0: you can't can't you came out your shawl but then I think so. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So what's involved in a face rating? (laughs)
1: Um people ask me that a lot. I never know what to say. Yeah. Your face. (laughs) This is the face I have. Like Yeah, I wouldn't mind. It it takes like five minutes. Should we just do one?
0: Yeah. Okay. Can we do boats and yell <coughs> That sounds weird. Yeah. <laughs> <Can> we... <laughs> going back to the orgy thing. <laughs> do you want to let do me first, do me first, do me first, do me first. Okay. Should I get should I get this out of the way? My hair out of the way. Look at my face. This is gonna be embarrassing.
1: I don't know. Okay. okay. Let's do I get smile a or just look? Too, so just like turn your head to the side for a moment. Oh, that's such great. A, such a great double chin. <laughs> great. Cool. Okay. So Sarah, mm-hmm. you have a strong rectangle-shaped face with a lot of softness in the physical zone. So like this would be physical across the middle is your emotional zone, and then your mental zone is like the thinking. Oh, interesting. Part of your okay. Face. Yeah. So your thinking part of your face is super open. It's very uh, structured. Like that strong rectangle is showing a lot of uh, rigidity and structure. And especially with your eyebrows and the uh, lines between your eyebrows. That shows that you really, like, take information and, like, process it with a lot of detail. Mm -hmm. And then you have, like, this personality that's really well-rounded.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah. I like
0: that. Does it mean that I'm an overthinker if my forehead is huge?
1: I wanted to say that. You have a high slope. Or not slopes, but your slope starts, like, way up here, right? So that's, like the imagination load oh okay yeah. so you have a really creative mm-hmm. vivid imagination Thank God, I, think I do. yeah and mm-hmm. your eyes are protruding a little bit so that's like you want to know what's coming next
0: um yeah, yeah. I feel that yeah I, f- I feel like I always want yeah yeah definitely I'd rather know than not know yes exactly
1: a lot of people are happy not knowing but you have a very detail oriented face Mm -hmm. and your eyes are like this nice light blue which is like you're collected you're cool you're calm oh yeah plus i mean like your eyebrows are great um and that just shows that you take you take extra time yes yeah yeah Yeah. things to tune into your heart oh i like that yeah i like that a Sometimes you're doing better than you think, probably too. Like-
0: I mean, I think that that's a huge thing. Yeah. I think I think that I'll overthink myself, myself to, to death, death a lot of the time. <laughs> time.
1: Yeah. Did you all know, look at me? She's like, "That's true." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can yeah. See that? Um, you mentioned your double chin. I'm not going to say you have a double chin. I don't I, shape. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't like my chin. I think, I think if, if, if I were to get plastic, plastic surgery,
0: I would like get like, this like cut, cut off. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I got a gullet or something. there's this thing called um. There's this surgery. It's some plastic, plastic surgery. Yeah, it's not that invasive, but it like gets rid of double chin essentially. Yeah. I'm like, if I was ever rich, I would do that. But
1: yeah,
0: or an in- implant?
2: Yeah, a chin like... implant.
0: I don't even know. Uh-huh. But like, you see how like yours goes? Like, like <laughs> yeah. Mine doesn't do that. Like I'm very. It's very like straight. Sarah, edit this out because you might <laughs> you might not want this on video. <laughs> I <was> like, oh. <laughs> I'm just not a fan. But I mean, like that's just um. Also, like I want to ask you about face reading, like. Knowing your own this sounds so weird, but like knowing your own face, like I do makeup every day, so I feel like I have this weird connection with my face. <laughs> like I know the crevices and stuff like that. Is doing face reading does that make you more confident of a person? Well, like as somebody who's had acne for a lot of my life, oh gosh, gosh, I, feel
1: I try to look at that as a psychosomatic thing, and it's really just like little pockets of anger in me like finding a way to come out
0: mm-hmm. I, have I have this joke i'm working on about acne that's like girls with acne have the worst trust issues because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like your face will be clear and then like, like yes yeah, and then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> another one yeah. it's like i never trust it yeah. Zinell, do you want one do you don't mind yeah, yeah, yeah really cool. Cool. Right, cool. this is Can so I fascinating yeah. yes yes yeah. Okay, cool. Turn That's to cool. frost and look into her cell.
2: <laughs>
1: and you can leave your glasses on. Okay, cool. Just, just Don't do me
2: take know, them off so I can see? for Sure. A moment. Can't see anything, but yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can put them back on. Are you cool now? Yeah, okay, cool. Okay. Danielle, your face shape is more circle. Okay. See, circle, but there might even be a rectangle in the middle. Do you mm-hmm. see that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. So the... Um oval is like long, so you have the combination of being easygoing mm-hmm. but also kind of idealistic and yeah. thinking through things in the mental, emotional and physical level. Okay. You can be very grounded. Like your chin is like fleshy, so if you fall on your face
2: you're gonna <laughs> My face that. will save me. <laughs> 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 yeah. For
1: real. Okay. <laughs> Like, a lot of solid energy because you're just, like, grounded, but you're still social. Yeah. You're still social. You're not too... Do you have tension in your jaw?
2: I have, like, Like a, a... I don't know if I have TMJ or whatever it is, but, like, my jaw clicks. Like, I can't chew gum because, like it will start clicking. So yeah. So don't chew
1: that I'm feeling like there's probably tension. Not to, like, diagnose, oh, no, but I... it's, like, a biting back, your words. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so mm. even though you have, like, really beautiful um, standards and stuff, you might have had some bitterness in your life that's just making you, like, not expect to have those standards met. Yeah. Ooh.
2: Yeah. Okay. And
1: quite... Um, like, I think you're a quite beautiful person, but oh, you have you. some sadness. And, yeah. Yeah. And I see, like, it's coming from this heart being so open and generous.
2: Yeah.
1: That your natural tendency is to, like, reason with your emotions. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Ooh, that's interesting. But you have such a nice personality. It's so honest, and it's yeah. like, probably good with money.
2: Uh, Yeah, sometimes you
0: you might feel like you're not being very independent. Yeah, you're very conscious of your money. Yeah, probably more so than I am. Like, like in terms of like you know, if you go out, like you can only spend this much. Yeah, like like I try, to... which is responsible. It's very responsible
2: with
1: my money. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it might be pinching off your individuality a little bit. Okay, um, and I really like your. Your eyebrows show me you're very observant. You don't mess around. Like, you yeah. just go straight to the point. It's yeah. No nonsense. And um, again, your eyes show me a lot of generosity. Mm. Yeah. Like, you would believe somebody's hard luck story, probably.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but overall your emotional expression just really lights up your face. Oh cool. Yeah. Aww. Luminous.
2: <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate that.
0: You're welcome. That awesome. That's ve- you like that's very true. Like yeah. I think I feel like a lot of things she said. Yeah, no, I I um it resonates
2: with me, so yeah. yeah that's
0: yeah. do you find okay, question for you. Um do you find some faces easier to read than other faces? I'm glad you asked that because
1: like I can see everybody just as well, but they don't always show up ready for what I'm gonna say.
0: Yeah. Ooh.
1: Yeah, and I don't like pre-plan it any which way, no. but I can kind of just psychically, like,
0: right?
2: You tune drop into a few it.
1: things here and there. Did you hold back with me? Don't hold back with me.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: I don't want you to. Well, there's like one or two things I didn't get a chance to say, say so, it. so like. Uh, I stopped kind of at your cheekbones. <laughs> this is like uprising energy. You might not get your name on the building, but like you're a really important person in your career, and um, this, you're careful what you say. I know that seems like contradictory.
2: <laughs> you're, it does. No, but I get it though, because I feel like you're careful when it comes to like certain things. Like you hold back sometimes, but then mm. at the same time you're also very blunt. So it's like it's like a very like. I get it.
0: I think I hold back because I have been blunt and it hasn't, it hasn't gone well. Yeah. In the past. Yeah, you're very,
1: like, you two are almost opposites when it comes to individuality. Yeah. Like, you assert your individuality, like, every chance you get. And then I think what it is, is that you're really careful who you talk to. Maybe not what you Mm. say, but your circle is small.
2: That's true. Like, what you say is like, like the personal deep things. I feel like you, like, the thing with Sarah is I find, like, people, like, they assume because, like, she's so outgoing that they're, like, really close, like, with her. And not that you're not yeah. close with you, but it's, like, it's, But like, they don't
0: know what close is because uh, exactly, they probably yeah, haven't they heard the it. dark
2: caverns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh,
0: you're like this all the time? <laughs> but I think you're right in that, in that you can still be social and open.
2: But still have things closed off to people. And still have things closed, yeah. closed off to people. Yeah. And...
0: The people that I do tell those things to,
2: I need to have
0: trust, yeah. and, and that is a smaller circle. circle. Yeah, but, but I do have a lot of friends. But,
2: but I think, like, like, like I've always said, friend best friend might not be one person. person. It could oh, be a tier. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There could be multiple people on the best, best friends spectrum.
0: spectrum. Yeah, um, and, um, and, and they, they all know my, my dark, my dark shit. shit. But like, maybe, yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. That's interesting. Yeah. So, question: Another question you about know, the face ring yeah. thing. And this could, I guess, could go for anyone who does any type of reading, but But do you find it easier to read yourself or others? Because, you know, some people do tarot card readings for themselves and they might
2: find it to be hard
0: because they're biased.
2: I find it extremely hard to read myself. Interesting. Yeah, but it's like reading other people, it's like, yeah. But it's 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 weird, though, because it's like, sort of like, yeah, yeah. I'm interested. Yeah. uh, This is my thing, it's like, I find it easier to read other people, but it's, like, it's harder to, like, relay the message in the sense of, like, because I'm so still pretty new in that that sense, like, mm. I don't want to, like, say the wrong thing or, like, say it in a way that they're, like, either offended or that, that I misinterpreted something, like, right. that sort of thing. So, it's hard to relay the message, even though it's very clear coming through. But, yeah, that's my mm. take on it. Mm. Interesting.
1: Yeah, it's kind of performance anxiety. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But does that make, like, it like if you're, like, looking at yourself in the mirror?
1: Would I do a face reading on myself? Yeah, that's what I'm kind of
0: wondering about.
1: I look at myself in the mirror and I, like, know I deserve love. Like, that's yeah. as far yeah. as it goes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not, like, oh, yeah, it brings me gratitude to have learned this skill. Like, it has completely changed my life and... It's really hard, like I said, where my parents would praise me, but they would use qualifiers. It's really hard to know that, like, pretty is subjective. Yeah. Even when people say you're beautiful, it might not actually mean anything other than I want to put my dick in you. Right.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's a huge thing.
1: Yeah. You'd say that to the same girl. Yeah. If, uh, anyways. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So now I know, like, for sure. It's like, oh, well, I'm... I'm pretty because I'm brave, or yeah. I'm smart because I am curious, or whatever. Right. It's not a great example.
0: But also, like, happiness, I feel like, can make people more beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, inner sparkle, right? Like, yeah. yeah. There's, like, a cheesy Instagram quote that's like, Happy girls are the prettiest. I'm like, I, like, it's such like an Instagram quote, like, that like a basic bitch would post. But but it's true. No, it is true. I, I actually do truly think it's true. Like, like, you could like not not be sleeping at all and like, (laughs) like still, like, but if you're having a fucking good time, like, you'll look good. Yeah. Cause the energy shines outwards, kind of thing. But.
1: Yeah, I believe in spirit, right? Yeah, Yeah. I, I
0: truly do too. Yeah. Yeah. Which, it's weird cause with medication, and I mean, like, I don't know, like, have, have you ever been on, like, any, like, antidepressants or anything? I haven't. Yeah. have been offered them
1: and, like, took them with me, but just never, you just like, never had that. to, I'll say. Because, yeah.
0: like, I'm at a point where I'm, like, I, I'm, I'm, like, curious about antidepressants, but I think I worry that it'll, um, like... Mess with you? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, like I won't be me. Same. Yeah. I, I, I fear that. But yeah. I also would like the relief. <laughs> It's so it's a weird yeah, conflict. Yeah, you'll still be filtering it
1: through you, who you are, but there might just be less of it. Less, <laughs> yeah. And at a certain point in somebody's life, that might be a good thing because it's yeah. just like, oh, this is too much to handle. I already have all right, this stagnant emotional baggage. Right. And, like, life just keeps piling on more. Yeah. <laughs> that was a thing.
0: Fucking yeah. emotional baggage, man. It's such a thing.
1: Yeah. I hate that a point, it's a
0: thing,
2: but it is.
1: There's a point you just have to be, like, your own parent.
2: Yeah. Like, even if you had a parent. No, it really makes sense. It's, like, you gotta yeah. be that parent that, like, you never had in a sense. Or, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. It's, it's like love languages, too. Like, you were saying about how your parents the type of praise that they were giving you yeah. with me it was um things or money yeah so i grew up thinking that's how you show love yeah yeah well we're at the very end of the episode we can really get into it. Yeah. but like so when i love someone that's how i've been conditioned to show love
2: yeah
0: so buying
2: them things yeah
0: or like acts of service yeah, yeah. like stuff like that like like I give to show that I love, but like then I don't know how oh, it's just
2: this weird thing. Yeah. To see you?
0: Because I've never received it in a way that wasn't
2: like that way. Like physical stuff. Like,
0: like. money or physical
2: items. Because
0: yeah. we weren't a family that like said I love you ever. Like that's I love same. you I love you wasn't 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 a thing. That's
1: a recent thing for my family.
0: Oh really?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, that's interesting. It's
1: just me and my mom. I was I was really lucky that me and my mom actually like
0: our friends now. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. We're like is that something that came with age, you think? Like as you got older, like yeah. 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 I mean,
1: her life changed a lot. I didn't realize my mom was depressed. Um yeah. But I mean, was it Andrew Vaughn has a joke. He's like you should just I really hope I don't misquote this. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> He'll let us know if we did.
1: Like yeah. you you shouldn't be able to tell your mom's depressed by how many times she
0: rearranges the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: funny.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I get but that. Y- you know what? It's it's true because when you're younger and you see that, you just think she's just in a bad mood all the time, like, yeah, or or totally. she's just she's just a bitch. Like that's just her personality. But like when you get older and then you experience depression, or you
2: look, look back on it with different. Or lives. you have a kid.
0: You're like you're <laughs> yeah. like holy shit! Like I'm depressed now as oh, it is, yeah. and I'm not raising three kids. Yeah. yeah. Fuck! Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know,
1: a lot of like... think that that's shifted to a younger generation now. Like, it's instead the... of being 30 and depressed, we're now 20 and depressed. Yeah. So Isn't that, that fucking insane?
0: Yeah. yeah. Why am yeah. I smiling? Like, yeah. Like... Oh, depression! <laughs> yeah.
2: Overall, <laughs> we're all trying.
0: And yeah. I think I think the important thing is is that we're, we're trying our best. And uh, it's a sucky situation here in Halifax, but... We, we gotta, gotta do what we gotta, we gotta do, do. Yeah. but right. talking, talking about, about it I'm like bonding, bonding over it That's is cute. is something.
1: <laughs> you can express your depression. Then what's it hanging on to? I
0: don't yeah. know. Yeah. 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 No, no, for, for sure. sure. Oof, what, what an episode! episode. Holy smoker, roomies, that got <laughs> deeper than I thought, thought that it would get. get. Thank, Thank you, Ross. So much. This was fascinating. Thank you, Purple Clouds. We're yeah. in the, we're in, we're we're in in the, the sky. <laughs> and oh one other thing I want to ask you about really quickly before we go, but um you had sent me something about book writing. Are you gonna write a book? Um I am writing a book. You're yeah. writing a okay, can you tease out or like let the people know what it's about or
1: Yeah. What? Um Spiritual Ecology. Ooh. So it's a new field. Okay. And it's just all about Ecology being the relationship between things and spiritual meaning Um, the idea that our relationships can actually transform our current surroundings to be more uh, beneficial to life and light. Interesting. And how long have you been working on that? Since November. I went to that workshop, uh, Jerry Roberts. It was hosting and it was really great, and that was in November. So nice, yeah. That's I, I don't know of
0: someone else who wants
2: to write a book over sitting over here. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah. But it's like I, it's, I'm like really bad. Like I'm a good writer, and I know that about myself. But it's like I'll write like a few paragraphs and I'll like delete it, and i was just it's a constant struggle of like
1: yeah. deleting what I write,
2: and I don't know how to get over that hump.
1: Um, first drafts. Yeah, so many Did drafts. You write, yeah, do you yeah, write classes, just
2: like, like on paper, or do you write it, like on type it
1: out? Know? I'm writing it by hand, actually. Okay, yeah. So there's like a quick little method where I'm not going to explain it all right now, but it's basically just feeding the information that you want to put in the book back and forth between your right and left brain, and then you end up with a bunch of like bullet points, and then you just expand on those bullet points. Huh? So, oh, cool. Yeah, it
0: just comes together. Interesting. Oh, interesting. How do you? Well, like one thing like I'm fascinated uh, about because writing a book is no easy feat i can only fucking imagine how do you stay motivated to do it because like that's something that i've with this i've been depressed but like i find it hard to stay productive and motivated what i've been doing lately is the pomodoro method have you heard about this no so it's like a timer that you set yeah you write down your goals for the day or your tasks you have to do and you set a timer for 25 minutes and you try to work on one thing at a time for 25 minutes okay and when the timer goes off you can take a 10 minute break okay go do something else and then you go back to 25 the idea is is that as you get better at it and you start checking off little tasks yeah you'll, you'll actually get, get more motivated to like do bigger ones and it's actually like helped me a lot but like something like writing a book where it's like it's not like you go to a job and like your job is to write a book so you're you're know there for eight hours and yeah. but it's something that you're doing in your own time so i'm always like Curious as to how people work that into the routine of their life, like writing a book. That's insane.
1: Yeah. Um, well, my advice would just be what other people have said that works is just take yourself seriously. Yeah. Like, have a desk. Sit down at your desk. Yeah. If you want to be a writer, write every day. Yeah. And that just I don't know make if you said it
0: said that, but it even if it's just a little sense. bit of time, like ten minutes. Yeah. 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 That's actually very true. Oh, yeah. Point. It's like almost make it a date like a, a routine. I
1: have, yeah, I'm very like ritualistic, actually. When it comes to my spiritual life, I am like all about rituals, and I don't really have time for anything that doesn't have to do with comedy, writing, or music. So yeah. right. I'm really lucky that I lost my job,
0: because <laughs> <laughs> it's giving you the space to do this. Yeah.
1: It's summertime; we're all like uplifted, and the energy's moved. Yeah, and I'm feeling good, and
0: like, oh yeah, thank God for yeah, spring. Really, yeah, it's it's, it's, t- 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 it's t- already making me feel a bit better. Yeah, me too. People are out; we're
1: all supporting one another a little yeah. bit more
0: it's great yeah yeah, yeah. The, it's like the, the seasonal affective disorder is huge yeah <laughs> like the, just how we're affected by energy and light like it's fucking massive yeah yeah,
1: yeah. i, mean, I could have been out face shooting all winter but who would want to stop and talk to me in the <laughs> <laughs> yeah?
0: but you do get people coming up and like like they pay you and they're interested yeah that's fantastic that's, awesome. that's so cool yeah. Well, people in Halifax, where can they normally find you downtown if they want to come and see and get a feed? I have a lot of listeners in Halifax, obviously, so yeah, where um, can they find you? Yeah, I really
1: like Pizza Corner, Ooh. so you can find me up there on Blower Street on the corner by the church, and once all the madness on the waterfront is over, I will probably be on the boardwalk, too. So. Very nice.
2: Yeah. Amazing. Do you have, like, a... Like a Facebook page or like something that you can like promote that's like people can contact you?
1: Not really. Oh, okay. At this point, I really don't. You um, should get
2: one, but yeah. I'll, I'll
0: link to your social media, your Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Link to my Instagram, yeah. Frosty Cuffs. And
1: uh, also, I like to go out Thursday to Sunday. Okay, Those perfect.
0: Thursday cool. to Sunday. Find your yeah. downtown Halifax. Normally, I wouldn't say to go stalk my guests, <laughs> but in this case. Go find her and get a reading.
1: Yeah. Bring cash. Bring cash. <laughs> 20 bucks.
0: Which is which is a decent like yeah, I mean that's reasonable. That's a reasonable amount.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, I never turn anybody away too. So. That's I know good. some people just need a pat on the back, and that's right. fine with me. So. Yeah, <laughs> there
0: you go. That's awesome. Well, you're help you're helping people. Yeah, I, I like and, to yeah. think so. I think I think so. I mean, like, say what you will about like psychic readings and stuff like that. I do think it is interesting. Yeah. I think things should be taken with a grain of salt, obviously, but I I do think it is a form of hearing things that make you look at yourself differently. Yeah. Um, which I think can help people uh, definitely a lot. So yeah we should have a night danielle reads tarot so we should definitely have a night with some tarot card readings that'd be fun
1: that would be neat yeah i got a lot of energy moving so oh it's always good so
0: i love i'd love to go see a psychic soon just to to, to be like what are your thoughts on what that should show this is right now (laughs) (laughs) like i would be legit curious yeah oh there goes my phone um so that's a sign that we got to close out this episode but frost um, In addition to the face reading, do you have any shows coming up or anything you want to plug? Or, like, you're regularly at open mics, so, yeah, yeah. you know, Mega Comedy Mondays, Beerley's keep an eye open for her. Is there anything particular coming up you want to plug, comedy-wise? Well, yeah, I think so. I Ooh. Think so. Um, The
1: Fickle Frog is starting a Monday night comedy. Ooh, nice. Monday night comedy and Fickle Frog!
0: That's, like... Means means you know, I'll go there a lot. So. Yeah. <laughs> we used to go on know. Tuesday nights a lot, so maybe we'll, maybe we'll make it Monday nights. Nice. Nice. No. Yeah. So yeah. you're so going to do some, some shows, shows at Fickle? Yeah, yeah, 8.30. 8.30 Fickle Frog. frog damn perfect that's, that's amazing. amazing well thank, thank you so much, much for coming, coming on. on make, make sure, sure, sure to follow frost, frost on instagram and, and go get, get a reading and, and thanks so much Frost. thank you Sarah. yeah, yeah. this was lovely, lovely. So, so nice to get to know, know you more and uh, i know what you're up to it's yeah. very very <laughs> fascinating and commendable so you could do the honors to ri- close up the episode with a bell ring Gotta make it a good one <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> Oh, I should put like a lightning bolt on that. <laughs> There's a lot of energy attached to that. That's great! We did it! That
2: was fun! Yeah. All right.